from the Allen Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Yeah, it's another really big week. Is exactly right, you know, and uh, doesn't get any easier, right? You got to go up and play DBU. Uh, you know who we beat here earlier in the in the spring, and and so I'm sure they'll be gunning for us, and we need to go up there and try and try and pull out a win on Tuesday. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alliance Bank Central Texas, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. First, it's hit hard down the left field line. Being waved home is Hunter Toplansky. Pulling into second with an RBI double is Colby Branch. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. You know, putting a freshman in a three-hole spot's really kind of, it's, it's a little over, over overwhelming, you know. It's not really what you want to do. Uh, you'd much prefer your freshman hitting the six-hole. But when he'd handled the leadoff spot, I also didn't want to screw anything up. You know, hey, he's so consistent for us. He's scoring runs. He's getting on base. Let's just leave it alone. But it became a deal where all of a sudden we have a couple other guys that maybe we can move ahead of him that are getting on base consistently, and we can get him some more at-bats. And so we felt like we could juggle, make the whole juggle. And, uh, and it's worked out. And so Cole Posey's up up at the top, and then Hunter Toplansky, the switch hitter, hitting in the two-hole, and then Branch. And it's uh, it's produced some runs for us several times. So, you know, I think the first two times we, we did it, we scored 10. So, uh, you know, those are always good. Yeah. <laughs> Makes you feel good when you score 10. Yeah. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. And Aaron Sexton. Hi and welcome. John Morris Show on a Tuesday. Mitch Thompson in the open. Baylor baseball on the road. They are in Dallas to play Dallas Baptist coming up this evening. Big game for the Bears as they take on DBU up there. And uh, as he mentioned, in the open, uh, making the return trip, DBU played in Waco February 19th. It was a tremendous Baylor win, 8-7 to seven in 12 innings that night. So uh, no question, DBU will remember that. That game comes up tonight, 6-15 for the warm-up show, 6-30 first pitch for the Bears and the Patriots from Dallas this evening. We are coming to you today live from Getterman Stadium. Getterman Stadium, the site of a uh, really good softball matchup tonight. Baylor and Louisiana, the Ragin' Cajuns. And uh, these are two teams, Aaron, that are in the top 20 RPI nationally. Both in the top 20 RPI. Uh, both have 30 wins on the season. Baylor's 30 and 9, and Louisiana is 30 and 10. So a great non conference game coming up from Getterman Stadium here tonight, 6 p.m. first pitch. We'll visit with Glenn Moore coming up in the hour here live from Getterman Stadium. So a couple of games coming up this evening. Add to that, Baylor football's back on the practice field today, continuing spring work. They'll go today, they'll go Thursday, they'll scrimmage on Saturday then uh, next week uh, I think I'm not 100% sure I think the same schedule I think Tuesday Thursday and then Saturday the 22nd is the green and gold game from McLean Stadium so football into the final two weeks now of uh, spring drills headed toward that green and gold spring game which is free and open to the public April 22nd at noon at McLean Stadium. All right, from Getterman Stadium, beautiful day today. Uh, Aaron, that was part of my decision to be over here. Uh, window is open. If I could have, I would have set up, uh, <laughs> you know, out in the stand somewhere in the sunshine. <laughs> but I'm up in the booth and a beautiful day. Let me check. It is right now 75 degrees and sunny in Waco. So, Bruce, if you're listening from Cincinnati, tell me if uh, you can match that. 75 <laughs> and sunny today here in Waco. And really, uh, sunshine, ooh, the rest of the week. And oh. isn't that good? Wedding week. Um, we and uh, especially uh, MJ's uh, fiance, Caroline Krempa, has been watching the weather like a hawk. And as I look at it now for uh, Saturday, 
Uh, rain has been taken out of the forecast <laughs> completely for Saturday. It's showing 84 and sunny, not even cloudy, but sunny, 84 on Saturday. Right now saying no chance of rain. So spectacular weather for wedding week for the Morris Crimpa wedding coming up on Saturday. And remember we were talking about it, and I was you saw me get my phone to look, and you're like, nope, don't even look at the weather forecast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's too early. And you're right. There was a 60% chance of rain Saturday. Yes, in, in 60%. Yesterday's forecast. Yeah. And now, obviously, <laughs> there's a, it's a slight chance Friday, and they're not listing a chance of rain Saturday. But spring is here. We know how long spring lasts in Texas. <laughs> not very long. So enjoy it because I don't know how long it's going to last, but the next 10 days, the highs will fluctuate between – the mid-70s and lower 80s, and the overnight lows will fluctuate between 50 and 65. So Ugh. it's going to be amazing weather the next yeah. couple of weeks at least. Yeah, really, really nice. So that is great. Uh, and it looks like, uh, as of now at least, uh, Saturday's weather will be spectacular for the wedding here in Waco. All right, uh, we'll keep you updated on that. And you're right, yesterday when we looked at it, wasn't it uh, 60% chance of rain on Saturday? Yeah, that's, that's that's what they were saying. Yep, it was uh, sixty and then fifty, about a fifty percent chance on Friday and a sixty yeah. percent chance on Saturday. Now, slight chance on Friday and projected sunny and seventy-five for Saturday. Oh, how great is that? Didn't get much that better. is great. Well, a lot of prayers have been lifted up for good weather on Saturday, and uh, and right now, and it's it's Tuesday, so things could change, but right now it's looking really, really good, and today is just a beautiful day here in Central Texas. All right, coming to you from Gatterman Stadium, we'll visit with Glenn Moore coming up in just a bit. We look forward to that. Baylor and Louisiana, and uh, Aaron, we've talked about this before, uh, I will not... Uh, on the air at least, refer to them as Louisiana Lafayette. That's what they have been since, really since the inception of the school up until a few years ago, and they changed that to, no, just call us Louisiana. And and the schools like Louisiana Monroe says, wait, 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 wait a minute. How can you do that? May, we might want to do that. No, we're Louisiana. You can stay Louisiana Monroe. <laughs> but uh, this is the former Louisiana Lafayette. They went so far, Aaron, as to their um, softball uh, media relations guy, Matt, uh, and I'm guessing it's A-Bear being from Louisiana, H-E-B-E-R-T. Mm-hmm. Matt sent an email to all of us and said, uh, kindly refer to our school as Louisiana or U of L on the air. Um, that is what we prefer to be called. I mean, he sent an email saying just that. These these schools with these name changes, they're very pushy. They really are. <laughs> That's they're very right. demanding. Like, hey, we've been calling it the other thing for like yeah. fifteen years, but you yeah. know what? We'll, we'll we'll we will do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll do it, no problem. But there's just some of the background. And these are the Raging Cajuns. So if you're thinking, who is Louisiana? Uh, you know, like we said yesterday, that's that's a little bit of what you lose when you change from Louisiana Lafayette, ooh-la-la. Um, but to Louisiana, they are the Raging Cajuns. They have had and do have a really good softball program for a long, long time. So it's going to be a great game tonight. Bears moved up to uh, – I uh, don't know that I've seen the new rankings yet. We'll ask Glenn that. Have you seen it? Yeah, I actually have them up for okay. uh, campus. They moved up uh, eight spots to wow. number 16. Okay. Um, obviously, Oklahoma's still number one. Oklahoma State moved down to three. Mm-hmm. UCLA back up to two. Uh, as far as the Big 12, Texas is 13. Baylor 16, like I said. And then that's the uh, – that's the f- four Big 12 schools. Oklahoma, number one. Oklahoma State, number three. Texas, 12. Baylor, 16. Gotcha. Uh, Texas, 13. Baylor, 16. So, well represented in the poll. And, again, like last year, I think the strongest softball conference in the country. I don't know who would differ with that. You know, uh, SEC is pretty strong. But uh, Big 12, especially when you consider the Big 12 with two of the top three in the nation – there at Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. I was going to look. Let me look at the Big 12 release. When do they play each other? I bet it's the last series of the year, don't you think? Probably. <laughs> Boy, and it will probably be their – well, I mean, it'll be their last conference series maybe ever. Oh, that's right. No, no, no. One more year. Oh, one more year. It? 
Yeah. Okay, it's after 2024. That's right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Through, yeah. through the next school year. Exactly. 23-24. We talked about that with Toby uh, Rowland from OU when he was on with us last week. But it is the last series of the regular season. It's May 5th, 6th, and 7th. No surprise there. They play, uh, looks like, in Stillwater. Uh, the three-game series, all three in Stillwater, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, May 5th, 6th, and 7th. So that'll be good. Headed toward a collision course toward each other. Oklahoma uh, 9-0 and in conference play. Oklahoma State is 6-0. and uh, Cowgirls are 35-3 and overall. Uh, you think that's a gaudy record? How about Oklahoma 36-1? and Who do they and- lose to? Yeah, yeah. The only loss for the Sooners uh, was when they played here in Waco, a non-conference game on February 19th, and Baylor won four to three. So uh, 36 and one, and the one loss is to Baylor. And those Sooners, uh, number one in the nation, will be here for a three-game series. Uh, not this weekend, but next Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, April 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. So there's a dose of softball. There's several games today. South Dakota State playing a doubleheader at Iowa State that is already underway. Louisiana at Baylor, 6 p.m. It's it's on uh, 101.3 FM and television on Big 12 now on ESPN+. Um, this would be a good game. I think it's just one, not a series, but top-ranked Oklahoma plays at LSU tonight at 6. That will be on ESPN2, so good national exposure there for the uh, Sooners and the uh, LSU Tigers. And also at 6, Tulsa plays at number 3, Oklahoma State. Those are the games games today. uh, 14 in this week's poll. Who is? LSU. 14? So top 25 matchup. Nice. I think I I have a prediction, though. Say again? I said I think I have a prediction, though. On that one? Yeah. <laughs> I think I do, I'm going to go out on a limb and take Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hit us up on the CNC Collision text line if you just If you think differently. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the schedule of games today. Uh, Baylor will play Louisiana tonight. They'll travel. They'll play Abilene Christian on Thursday and then continue the trek. Uh, so like stopping in Abilene to play a game Thursday afternoon, then go on to Lubbock to play the Red Raiders, a series uh, in Lubbock Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. All right, we're off and running live from Getterman Stadium. I've already seen Hoot Jonigan roll through. Hooter, assistant coach for Baylor softball. We will have Glenn Moore on with us in just a bit. We are glad you are with us. Beautiful day weather-wise, beautiful day for softball, or maybe whatever else you would like to do outdoors. And we'll keep you updated on what's going on here at Getterman Stadium. Take a break. Be back with more in a moment. John Morris Show brought to you in part by... Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business, on the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. Follow the Texas Rangers in 2023 on ESPN Central Texas. That one is hammered to left field. He turns, he looks, that ball up and out of here. Josh Young was able to drive it into the Mariners' bullpen. Swing and a miss at a fastball 99 miles per hour from DeGrom, his third strikeout. Duran golfs one high in the air to left center. Pache turns, out of here. Texas Rangers baseball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. It's the first day of the first grade And she found a new best friend It's a layback Sunday afternoon You wish would never end The homemade taste of Bluebell And good friends gathered round The good old days are being made right now Have you noticed that most ice cream has now come in smaller cartons? Not Bluebell. We're still making a full half gallon and a full pint of tasty goodness. Bluebell wouldn't have it any other way. The good old days are being made right now. The good old days are being 
Bluebell Ice Cream at Community Grocery in West, Franklin Supermarket in Franklin. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. New inventory has arrived, and it's time for you to take advantage. Malibu, Equinox Traverse, Blazer, and the best trailblazer ever built. Also, the new 2024 HD pickup in stock for immediate delivery, and folks still 0% financing on every half-ton Silverado in stock. So give us an opportunity to earn your business. Give us a call, 840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at mayatfuels.net. That's mayatfuels.net. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. Tickets and sponsorships are now available for the 2023 Texas Sports Hall of Fame Induction Banquet presented by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. The class of 2023 includes Robert Brazil, Jose Cruz, Scott Drew, Carlette Guidry-Falkway, Priest Holmes, Adrian Peterson, Cynthia Potter, and Michael Strahan. Meet this year's inductees class on Saturday, April 15th in the base at the Extra Co Event Center in Waco. To purchase tickets, please visit tshof.org or call 254-756-1633. Back with us live from Ketterman Stadium this afternoon. Baylor softball tonight hosting Louisiana. 6 p.m. first pitch on the air at 545 with Dan Ingham on 101.3 FM and television on Big 12 now on ESPN+. Plus. That'll be Kelly Levesque and I on television tonight in a really big game. You know, as you think about uh, non-conference games, uh, well, Baylor coming off some really big non-conference games last week in Tennessee. Uh, the win over Mercer and the two wins over then fourth-ranked Tennessee. Uh, but this is a big uh, home non-conference game against Louisiana coming up tonight. The uh, Raging Cajuns, six Women's College World Series appearances, seven NCAA Super Regionals. I would dare say all seven of those at home. They, they draw really well over there. Uh, 31 NCAA postseason appearances uh, in their uh, storied history. So uh, Louisiana, the team in Waco to take on Baylor coming up this evening. We'll visit with Glenn Moore coming up next segment. Um, Aaron, uh, what about uh, uh, NBA season came to an end? We don't talk a lot of NBA here in the 3 o'clock hour, but I did notice uh, the regular season is over and the playoffs are about to begin. And the thing that caught my eye was for the first time in 42 years, so since the Dallas Mavericks became, uh, you know, came into the league, so that'd be 1980. Uh, first time in that stretch, all three Texas teams missed the playoffs. Oh, Dallas, wow. San Antonio, and Houston. All three of them missed the playoffs this year. Yeah, uh, San Antonio and Houston both rebuilding and tanking this year to try to get Victor uh, Webinyama, but Dallas unexpectedly out of the playoffs, especially yeah. after trading for Kyrie Irving, you know, at the trade deadline. It was a really disappointing season. The only thing they can hope for now is to keep that number 10 pick. That way it doesn't convey to the uh, Knicks for the Porzingis trade many, many years ago. And yeah. they'll at least get a lottery pick out of the deal. 
Yeah, but uh, no playoff basketball in the state of Texas. How about that? It, NBA this year. Yeah, it's it's really weird. So. Yeah, you would. I would never expect that. I mean, never <laughs> expect all three of them to be, uh, you know, to be down in the same year, down to the extent that they don't make the playoffs. Yeah, and like I said, the biggest shocker of that is Dallas, especially coming off the Western Conference Finals last year. I mean, yeah, it's, it's yeah. amazing how far they've dropped, but it's not the first time that happened. It happened to the Hawks two years ago uh, with Trey Young. They made the Eastern Conference Finals, and then the next year they didn't make, which was last year, they didn't make the playoffs. So, I mean, it does happen, but the Mavericks have a lot of problems right now, and they have a lot of things to figure out. First and foremost is whether Kyrie Irving is going to sign an extension because Mark Cuban has already said that they want to do that. They want to do that? They want to keep him? Yeah, I don't think they're going to give him max years, but I think they'll give him max money. And from what I've read, probably four seasons, which is more than I think anybody else will give him. Gotcha. Well, that's uh, so the NBA playoffs are right around the corner. Uh, that's an indoor sport. Let's go back outdoors and uh, take a break. When we come back, we'll be joined by Glenn Moore, Baylor softball coach, as Baylor softball is going to uh, take advantage of this beautiful weather to uh, host Louisiana coming up tonight, 6 p.m. here at Gatterman Stadium. We'll take a break and be joined by Coach Moore after the break. John Morris Show live from Gatterman Stadium today, brought to you in part by Alliance Bank. Alliance Bank Central Texas, two locations in Waco, one in Temple and one in Georgetown. Alliance Bank, it's your bank. Also brought to you by D'Amore Fine Jewelers. D'Amore at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. They've submitted a fully financed bid for the Washington Commanders that meets Dan Snyder's $6 billion asking price. It's like, Dan, thanks for being a despicable owner. Thanks for being, you know, just a complete slime ball. Oh, here's $6 billion to go away. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with Kalea Wealth Management. Look for your money in a cup of joe on Apple and Spotify. Kalea Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Twice named one of the top barbecue joints by Texas Monthly Magazine, you're invited to try out the Central Texas-style flavors at Hellberg Barbecue. Hellberg Barbecue is a family-owned roadside barbecue joint with a heavy focus on quality, consistency, and customer service. Everything is scratch-made in-house and cut to order. You might wait in line a little longer, and you might pay a little extra, but once you've had it, you'll understand. Hellberg Barbecue, 8532 North Highway 6, Waco, at hellbergbarbecue.com and on Facebook. Listen to the John Moore Show online at CentexSportsFan.com. In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. It's been three years since COVID-19 changed life around the world. If there's one thing we've learned during that time, it's that Central Texans are tough. Waco Family Medicine is here to remind you that COVID-19 can be more dangerous when you're unprotected. A safe, effective, and free way to stay tough against COVID is with vaccinations and boosters. Visit wacofamilymedicine.org slash vaccine for info about the safety of vaccines and a list of places to get yours in Central Texas. When it comes to COVID-19, a little poke can lead to a lot of protection. 
Elevate your career with a new job at Versalift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. Versalift Southwest occupies a 16-acre, state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They're now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians and welders. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location at 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. You're listening to The John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Daria Orm's performance. Um, I wouldn't say of the year because she's had some good ones, but a, but an unbelievable performance against a great lineup um, made it stand up, and uh, we won 1-0, one, one and she gave up a one hit. And uh, we only had three, but we made them count. And uh, very, very proud of the way the girls played. It was a great day uh, for us. And uh, today was a great day for Baylor softball. It's time now for our weekly visit with Baylor softball coach Glenn Moore. Here's John Morris with Coach Moore. And back with us live from Ketterman Stadium this afternoon. Baylor softball in action tonight, 6 p.m. First pitch against Louisiana. That was Coach Moore talking about the performance by Dari Orm against Tennessee last week. Tennessee at the time number four in the nation. Dari pitched a one-hit shutout, a one-nothing Baylor win in uh, the first matchup with Tennessee. Then they played again on Friday, and Baylor said, we're just going to do it again, and they won it 8-5 to five over Tennessee on Friday. So great non-conference, a couple of games there, add in the win over Mercer, and the Bears are 30-9 and nine on the season. Home tonight hosting a Louisiana team that is 30-10. and 10. And Coach Moore joins us now from the uh, home radio booth here at Gatterman Stadium. Congratulations. What a great trip that was. Yeah, you, you made that sound a little bit easier than it really was. <laughs> <laughs> I know how impressive it is. Let me tell you it that. Was, it, was, uh, it was a great uh, road trip for us to yeah. go into SEC territory and uh, a team that I think was six in RPI in the nation at the time to get two victories on the road. You know, that'll be uh, – that'll put you in the conversation. And to shut them down like, like Dari did especially, I mean, that's a really good offensive team in Tennessee. They really are. They're, they're the full package. And, um, you know, they played really well this year. Uh one of the best pitching staffs in, in the country. And uh, you just have to really put a good game together to, to come out of there with uh, even competing with teams like that. So I was really, you know, my goals were to go up there and um, and get better and, and compete and, and, and strengthen our schedule in doing so. And, um, you know, this team has yet, as we had said, yet to put it all together. And I think, um, you know, it's hard to say when you get three hits that you put it all together, yeah. but that's a, that's a pitcher that had a point seven six ERA. So wow. teams are scoring less than one earned run yeah. per game. And, uh, we were able to do enough to, uh, to win the ball game in that first one. And then of course, get the second one the next day. Yeah. What's that like? You get the big win and there would be, I think a natural, uh, maybe let off. All right, we got to win even if we split, but you came back and did it again the next day. Yeah. I think it says a lot about our team and I think our team continues to maybe surprise itself or maybe I'm thinking they're surprising themselves. They never approach any game like they shouldn't be in it. Uh, we're still relatively young, although we're experienced and I've said that throughout the year, we're relatively young with one senior, but um, you know, the team just competes. They don't really look at the team on the other side of the field. They just go out and play the game. Uh, we mentioned Dari and that cut we heard you talking about her, the win. She is the Big 12 Pitcher of the Week. I think very deserving. I don't know who could have done much better than Dari Orm did last week. Yes, and, uh, you know, she's as as talking with my director of ops at lunch today, and kind of a kind of amazing story with her because she was hurt all during the off season. We didn't know if we'd even have her at the beginning of the year. If you'd asked me what I thought, I'd have said she'd be ready to to throw competitively about this time of the year. And she just started off with a bang and um, started throwing well early on and has uh, continued to get better throughout the year. And we've been trying to manage her with the, the loss of Aaliyah Benford. That really hurt because they worked really well together and we were able to keep her pitch count down. We've had to uh, demand a little bit more out of our other pitchers, and Riley Crandall has really stepped it up. She got the win in the second game against mm -hmm. Tennessee, and that was huge for her, a kid that's uh, a freshman and watched these storied programs and, 
from their home and their living room, and, and now she's out pitching on that field and uh, and gets the win. So, yeah. you know, a lot of good things are happening with this team right now. Uh, Casey West also uh, has pitched in and, and done pretty well. And then uh, uh, what's her name? Canole. Noel yeah. is coming, starting to come around. You're starting to use her more now, yeah, aren't you? Yeah, well, we haven't put her in a game yet other okay. than at the beginning of the year. But uh, she has thrown in practice a little bit, and I think she's in a position now where we could uh, – pull her out of the bullpen and throw her a little bit if we needed to very good all right so back home and uh how about this game against louisiana i mean every game every you know potential win is important this is a big one at home tonight yeah i don't have we don't have many cupcakes on our schedule this year and it's uh as i told the team the other day when you look at a schedule we went down team for team and what's left and where they are in the rpi and what it can do for you and I said, I hope that you will read into this that Coach Moore believed in you guys at the beginning of the year. Or I saw a possibility that this team could be great. And when you see that as a coach, you want to challenge them to the point of where they're pushed to the max so that at the end of the year, um, they're as prepared as possible for postseason. And uh, they're responding to that, John, and, and uh, obviously getting those road wins against Tennessee. You know, we felt like we had the first win against Oklahoma State. They were number two in the country, and we had that one kind of – I really think taken from us, two runs taken off the board. I'm not bitter about it. It's part of the game. Right. But at, at the same time, we win that first game, and who knows what happens the rest of the, the way through. And then we go up and take two from Tennessee. So they were three at the time whenever in one poll. So I told them we've beaten the one, two, and three teams huh. in the country yeah. really realistically. And um, there's no reason this team shouldn't have confidence against anybody. But this is a good opponent tonight, uh, not just a good one, a great one. And uh, we continue to be challenged. Pretty good uh, history of this Louisiana, formerly Louisiana Lafayette program. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a it's a great environment to go down there. That's, uh, I would say, the softball is their top sport yeah. down there. And, huh. and they pack their stadium and they're, um, you know, they feed you some jambalaya after the game. That's not why I go down there, but it doesn't hurt. And, <laughs> right. Uh, uh, so we go down there and we're in a hostile environment and uh, they're really tough to, to play against. They really prepare you for those types of environments and then they'll come up here and bring a good crowd usually. I'll, I'll guarantee you they'll travel pretty good this, this uh, week and they'll be playing A&M next, uh, tomorrow actually. Mm-hmm. So um, a good team that's played a great schedule and they got 30 wins out of that very tough schedule. So I think they're ranked 10th in the nation in RPI. That's the poll I really look at. That's right. the one that matters. Sure. And uh, we're 19th. They're they're 10. So we're underdogs again, and we kind of respond well to that. And hopefully, we'll defend uh, Getterman Stadium. You've had some uh, memorable games against Louisiana through the years. Yes, yeah, starting at LSU. You know, we start we we played at uh you know them the very first uh, year, and uh, we're able to a huge crowd. I think they said in excess of three or four thousand wow. people there for a softball game, and. And all the way up through the years, we've had kind of a tie where we'll go down there and they'll come up here and play out of, out of conference. Just, again, it's a great atmosphere against great uh, competition. They're a, a team that does it all really well. Softball means a lot to those people down there. And, and even in travel ball and summer ball and high school, it's just a high high level and high expectations. And, and uh, the kids take it serious. It's a different style of athlete down there. They're very tough. Mm. Um, and uh, not that all of them come from down there. They recruit nationally as well. Um, but it's going to make you better playing these types of teams. And uh, they play with a little chip on their shoulder, too, because they're kind of what may be considered a mid-major. I don't think we have mid-majors in, mm. in softball anymore. So many good programs. And, and uh, they play with a little bit of a chip on their shoulder when they play into the Power 5 schools. And, um, and they're really good, really well coached. And their fans kind of take on that attitude, don't they? They do. I've, uh, I've seen that do. in the past, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I don't know if you know this, but Coach Robicho that passed away in baseball down there, his son is a pitching coach here at the softball, and he's a super guy, and we just have uh, developed a great relationship with him and, and Jerry Clasco and um, – uh, Lacey Prejean, their uh, their other coach, was one of my first recruits when I was at LSU. I didn't get her; I lost her to Alabama. But uh, <laughs> but she was one of the very first uh, people that kids that I recruited. So we've got some long-standing ties with this organization and a great deal of respect for them. Wow, really good. Great matchup tonight. Uh, really a top 20 matchup between these two, especially if you consider uh, RPI for both. Glenn Moore is with us. With your team, you know, some really big wins already this year, some really big wins recently. What What is an area that you feel like you still need to, to continue to fine-tune? Yeah, you know, our, I think our batting average has dropped a little bit. As that happens, that's the trend this time of year is uh, 
video goes out and people see weaknesses in swings, you can watch uh, his batting average just drop a little bit. And we're in conference now, so we're seeing more consistent uh, good pitching. Um, but I'd like to see timely hitting. I mean, I think most coaches would ask for that. I watched South Alabama play uh, Louisiana the uh, day before yesterday, and, and uh, they started out in the second inning, I think. South Alabama had uh, bases loaded, nobody out, and couldn't punch a run across. I talked to their coach, and she said, we just can't get timely hitting right mm-hmm. now. So you hear that more often than not, and so I'd like to see that and uh, solidify our defense a little bit. I think we have a great defense. I've said that all along. But we break down a little bit. Sometimes it's because we're getting to balls that maybe previous defenses didn't get to, <laughs> right. especially at the middle infield position. It's such good lateral movement. Um, just more consistency there. And I think we did that against Tennessee. We made a couple of blunders, but overall we played some really good ball behind Dari and gave her a chance to throw that one hitter. The timely hitting, uh, that was a factor of the Kansas series, the first game, especially yeah. the Kansas series. You bounced back and won the last two. But you had plenty of opportunities there, yeah. just couldn't get that one timely hit. Yeah, you know, uh, I have kind of a different stance on that. Uh, you know, it's hard to get multiple hits off a of good pitching yeah. in a row. So, you know, whenever you, you you don't have many left on base, probably means you're not getting many on base to start with. So you got to keep getting them on base, and eventually – you're facing a pitcher that's throwing more pitches than you would want them your pitcher to throw, and you're seeing a, a different pitcher. Maybe the velocity's down a little bit, and then you can start getting your hits late in the game. But you got to play good defense and get good pitching to that point with uh, with with good opponents. But I think that's the the thing that I look at. If we're getting people on base, we're getting some good at bats, and we're seeing her more often, and we're going to eventually get to her. Gotcha. All right. Uh, beautiful weather, isn't it? And they couldn't uh, draw up a better day than today. Yeah. What a great office you have here. Just overlooking <laughs> no, exactly. And, and thanks for sharing your office with <laughs> us. This is going to be great. The Louisiana team is here. Do you uh, do you look at them and think Louisiana or do you look at them and think Louisiana Lafayette? Yeah, I'll get in trouble if they hear this. Uh, I know, I know. But I, I still <laughs> it's there. me leading you into but it. I tell you, I've been around it long enough to, to remember when it was uh, southwest Louisiana. Oh, yeah. So. yeah. Even before that, yeah, yeah. So when I was at Northwestern State, that's uh, <laughs> that was kind of the uh, the mecca of softball back then. Yeah. That's how long they've been around before the SEC even had softball. I think a couple of SEC schools had it, but really a, a, a on campus facility when most people didn't. They had direct parks, and then they had lighting when most people had on campus facilities without lighting, and then it's just evolved into now they have a super nice facility yeah. down there, and we have a super nice facility here. So. Um, I think of uh, I, I try to think of them as Louisiana out of respect yeah. for them because that's what they want to be called. Yeah, same here. I'll, I'll try not to slip uh, tonight. Uh, I was looking at the the headline on their notes. One of them is six women's college World Series appearances and seven NCAA super regionals and i said i can almost guarantee all seven of those were at home because they have such a great atmosphere and just historically they end up playing a lot of games at home in the postseason yes and again they're tough to beat down there and we've been to one of their regionals and uh didn't come out of it either so i thought we played well but didn't come out of it so they have a uh, kind of their, uh, what would you call it, a 10th or 11th man down yeah. there with that crowd, for sure. <laughs> Do you think uh, what you've done so far and the track you continue on, you've you put yourself in position to host this year? You know, we've got a lot of games left to play that will certainly give us that opportunity. So it's not like we have to wish our schedule was tougher so that we could win enough games to get that. I think we're in the conversation. Um, maybe a, um, a little bit of a long shot at this point, but we certainly have the teams in front of us that will allow us to to host the, the first round anyway. And wouldn't that be exciting to bring a, a host uh, site back to, to Waco, Texas, oh. with all the people here that, that, that love softball? It would be great. It would. All right, uh, shorts and short sleeves tonight. Very yep. good. Beautiful weather. This is nice. Hoot might even not wear a jacket tonight. I don't know. We'll see. He's got. His, I'm looking at him out now out on the field. He's got his long sleeves on, so we'll see. It has to be really warm for him to get get rid of that jacket. Hey, thanks for the visit. We appreciate it. Look forward to the game this evening. Thank you. All right. Glenn Moore, Baylor softball coach, Mr. 1007. And Baylor versus uh, Louisiana comes up tonight on the air at 545, 6 o'clock first pitch with Dan Ingham on 101.3 FM and then television at straight up 6 o'clock on Big 12 Now on ESPN. Plus. Should be a great crowd, great atmosphere. Two teams, uh, as Glenn said, 
Uh, Louisiana number 10 in the RPI, Baylor number 19. So you can see these teams uh, both very successful so far this year. Take a break. Back with uh, our final segment live from Getterman Stadium in a moment. Stay with us. John Morris Show brought to you in part by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. Check it out on the web, thebaylorclub.com. If you have a question about membership, question about a reservation, reserving a private space there, give them a call at 254-710-8080. That is the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. Glenn Moore and Baylor Bears Softball on 101.3 FM. Baylor Softball back in action Tuesday evening at Getterman Stadium hosting Louisiana. 5.45 for the warm-up show, 6 p.m. First Pitch Tuesday on 101.3 FM. Join Dan Ingham for Baylor Big 12 Softball every game on 101.3 FM. Tickets and sponsorships are now available for the 2023 Texas Sports Hall of Fame Induction Banquet presented by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. The class of 2023 includes Robert Brazil, Jose Cruz, Scott Drew, Carlette Guidry-Falkway, Priest Holmes, Adrian Peterson, Cynthia Potter, and Michael Strahan. Meet this year's inductees class on Saturday, April 15th in the base at the Extra Co Event Center in Waco. To purchase tickets, please visit tshof.org or call 254-756-1633. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham. Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Hi, this is Chuck Morgan of the Texas Rangers. You're listening to the home of Baylor Athletics and Rangers Baseball, ESPN Central Texas. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Tickets and sponsorships are now available for the 2023 Texas Sports Hall of Fame Induction Banquet presented by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. The class of 2023 includes Robert Brazil, Jose Cruz, Scott Drew, Carlette Guidry-Falkway, Priest Holmes, Adrian Peterson, Cynthia Potter, and Michael Strahan. Meet this year's inductees class on Saturday, April 15th in the base at the Extra Co Event Center in Waco. To purchase tickets, please visit tshof.org or call 254-756-1633. Back with this final segment, John Morris Show on a Tuesday live from Getterman Stadium. Baylor team is out going through batting practice now. It'll be uh, 6 p.m. first pitch. The Raging Cajuns have arrived uh, here in force 
and they'll take the field for batting practice coming up in just a few minutes. Really a big game tonight, big game, uh, especially when you consider a non-conference matchup, Baylor versus Louisiana, uh, 6 p.m. here at Gatterman Stadium. Okay, Aaron, what uh, what do you guys have planned on the Matt Mosley show? What's coming up between 4 and 6 today? We will talk with former Texas football standout and multiple-time first-team All-Pro Priest Holmes, who's being inducted into the Texas Sports Hall of Fame coming up April 15th. We will also talk about the playoff play-in games tonight in the NBA, which, as you mentioned earlier in the program, do not (laughs) feature the Mavericks or any other Texas team, plus uh, Stephanie from Sales with whatever she came up with today. (laughs) And uh, lots of... uh, Lots of transfer portal and carpentry alignment news in Campus Confidential. Very good. Every day. That's an everyday thing, right? Uh, it realignment is. and transfer portal and that kind of stuff. There's yep. a lot of that going on. Yeah, and, uh, man, it's. I wish something would actually happen. There's so many rumors, but a lot of smoke about Big 12 expansion. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of smoke out there, isn't there? Yeah, and it's – I mean, there has been for months, but it's right. really getting – you know, there are reports of uh, Brett Yormark meeting with a couple of Pac-12 presidents from multiple sources and uh, somebody who has had a lot of inside information and good information about realignment through this whole process. Just basically, uh, Marshawn from the New York Post right, just tweeted out, watch Colorado, and now everybody's just in a tizzy. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God, is it going to happen? Are they, yeah. you know, are they leaving? They rejoined the Big 12? Who yeah. else? So. We're kind of in wait and see, but there is some uh, new information today. That would be really interesting, wouldn't it, to have Colorado come back it to would. the Big 12, you it know? absolutely would. I mean, yeah. they were giddy about going to the Pac-12, and uh, I'd, I'd take them back in a heartbeat. I, I miss those trips to Boulder. I've said that a bunch. So, uh, And with the prime there, you know, uh, Deion Sanders, their uh, football coach, mm-hmm. there's a lot of juice going with uh, – Colorado right now, Colorado football. All right, uh, so that's coming up on the Matt Mosley Show. Stay tuned for that. It is 4 to 6. It is right here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, let's give you some birthdays to share with you. How about Tracy Taft's birthday today? Happy birthday, Tracy. Don't know that she listens to this program regularly, but uh, many of you know her, of course. Um, the uh, second of three daughters for uh, Coach Taff and Donnell. And happy birthday to Tracy Taff today. Um, who else we got? Uh, Edward Graham's birthday is today. Happy birthday to Edward Graham. Uh, is this? Let me check. No, it's not. Happy birthday to Ted Madden. Ted's in the media in the Dallas area. Happy birthday to him. Carrie Hancock's birthday is today. Uh, one-time uh, uh, politician, one-time uh, uh, regent at Baylor University. Happy birthday to Carrie Hancock. Great family friend, so happy birthday to Carrie Hancock. And Dan Hare's birthday is today. Dan formerly worked with us in the athletic department, then the Baylor Law School, and uh, uh, has moved on from there, but uh, has done great things. Happy birthday to Dan Hare. All right, that's uh, the birthday list. Aaron, for me, who would you add to that list today? I've got no one today. I looked. Oh, at, zero. Yeah, and that haven't ha- hasn't happened in a while because I've found a couple of different places. That way I don't miss any, especially uh, current sports players aren't always listed in the uh, on the website I was looking at, but they are on another one. But, yeah, I mean, there was a couple that were close, but I was like, I've been a little too lenient as far as who I include <laughs> on the birthdays maybe lately. And I, I was just looking at a couple of them. I was like, yeah, yeah nah, we'll wait till tomorrow. That's funny. <laughs> All right. Very good. Um, so uh, none to add to the birthday list. That's the first time in a long time you haven't added yeah, anybody. Yeah, I, j- I just, you know, there's – no athletes, no real contemporary superstars as far as acting or music. There's some names that you would know, but, you know, just meh. I got you. Uh, it's, uh, you know, it's a high bar that you've got to reach to make Aaron's <laughs> birthday list. So uh, so no problem at all on that. All right, happy birthday to those folks. Uh, one other thing to mention, then we'll move out of here. Uh, the WNBA draft was last night. There were three Big 12 players selected. 
the first one, not Ashley Jones from Iowa State, but her teammate, Stephanie Sorez. She is a player that got hurt back in January, hurt her knee, and I think has already had surgery. But she was picked fourth in the first round, so number four overall. Picked very high. Stephanie Sorez from Iowa State, picked by Washington, but then immediately traded to Dallas. So uh, not sure the timetable after her knee surgery when she'll be available. But, uh, gosh, they thought enough of her to pick her number four in the first round. Second round, Maddie Williams of Oklahoma was selected by Seattle with the 18th pick in the second round. And then one pick later, Ashley Jones of Iowa State was selected by Dallas. So those two uh, Iowa State Cyclone teammates will now apparently be teammates in Dallas, Stephanie Suarez from Iowa State and Ashley Jones from Iowa State. Jones was the most outstanding player of the uh, Big 12 tournament as Iowa State won the title for the first time since 2001. So that was the WNBA draft from last night. Three Big 12 players selected. And uh, Aaron, uh, any any thoughts on that or any surprises, I guess, in just three being picked? No, uh, that's pretty much what I think was projected. Caitlin Bickle did sign a uh, contract for training camp with uh, Connecticut. Oh, good. So she will get her chance at the WNBA as well. Very good. All right. So uh, good luck to uh, Caitlin Bickle on that. Reminds you about our Baylor Coaches Show. Our next one comes up this Thursday. We'll be live at Rudy's on the Circle in Waco. And uh, it will be Jay Goble, Baylor women's golf coach, and Joey Scrivano, Baylor women's tennis coach, who will be with us on the Baylor Coaches Show coming up this Thursday, 6 to 7 p.m. It's live from Rudy's. Come join us there, or it'll be right here on the radio on ESPN Central Texas. Where you can hear Baylor baseball tonight, the Bears taking on Dallas Baptist on the air at 6.15. First pitch at 6.30 for the Bears and the Patriots. And uh, that is from Dallas tonight. So I don't think any TV. I mean, the uh, notes kind of direct you to their website. Um, but uh, the radio broadcast with Derek and Max will be right here on ESPN Central Texas. And then uh, softball tonight. We are live at Gatterman Stadium. Baylor, number uh, 18, did you say 18, 16 in the nation, taking on the Louisiana Raging Cajuns this evening. It is a 6 p.m. first pitch television on Big 12 now on ESPN Plus and the radio broadcast on 101.3 FM. So that's what's coming up this evening. We look forward to that, and we appreciate you being with us this afternoon. Going to move out of the way, make room for Matt Mosley coming up next. Uh, And Lord willing, we'll be back with you and back in the studio, Aaron, tomorrow in the 3 p.m. hour. Hey, we appreciate you being with us. Stay tuned. Matt Mosley is next. We appreciate Glenn Moore, Mr. 1007, being on with us here live from Gatterman Stadium. And uh, Glenn trying to add to that win total would be another big RPI boosting win if they can get the win over Louisiana tonight. Aaron, thank you very much. Appreciate it. We'll talk again tomorrow. Now stay tuned. The Matt Mosley Show is coming up next. Today was a great day for Baylor softball.